There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Would you be the jerk for drawing a line at sleeping in anime bedsheets? We'll find out, but first a story from Act 5323456. Am I the jerk for kicking my husband's mom out after she threw out the dinner I cooked? Last night, my husband's mom came over at 7pm. I just got done making dinner by the time she arrived to the house. I welcomed and greeted her, then went upstairs to take a shower. My husband had to finish some work in his office and then sit with her in the living room. 20 minutes later, I got out of the shower and rushed into the kitchen. I was so confused to see my pot not on the stove and another pot put in its place. My husband's mom was sitting in the living room. I approached her to ask about it and she said that the pot that I left cooking on the stove got burnt. So she thought I must have forgotten to turn off the stove, resulting in the food getting burned. So she threw it out and made us dinner. I was shocked. I went and dug through the trash and as I'd expected, the food was not burned. In fact, it still wasn't cooked, the meat was still raw, so apparently she threw it out for no reason? I lost my ever-loving crap on her because this isn't the first time, not the second time, but the third time she'd done this. Now y'all telling me that this is a coincidence, but I don't think so. I yelled at her, saying that she never should have touched my dinner that I spent time and effort making, and then lie about why she threw it out just because she hates my cooking. My husband got involved and told me to take it easy because his mom meant well. I said no, she didn't think, told her to leave my house right there and then. She argued, then took her purse and left. My husband blew up saying he couldn't believe I kicked his mom out for literally cooking us dinner. I said that there was already dinner cooking, but she threw it out and it wasn't even burned. He called me unhinged, then went upstairs and then had the whole dinner his mom cooked for himself. I ended up eating yogurt and dates for dinner which was awful because I was starving. My husband's upset because of me kicking her out and says that I punished her over a misunderstanding. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here. Usually I think when you say don't mess with somebody's food, you're usually referring to putting something in the food or spoiling it intentionally. But I think it also applies to don't go and toss somebody else's food that they're currently cooking out. Let's say you had a relative or a friend over and you were cooking a meal for yourself and you stepped away, they threw out your meal and started cooking something entirely different. Would you kick that friend and or relative out of your house? Just a hard argument? Just go along with it? Let me know what you would do in the comments down below. Our next story is from throwaway468692. Am I the jerk for asking my daughter to leave? I divorced my ex-wife five years ago. Together we have a daughter, 14-year-old female, and I have full custody. A few months ago, my daughter started this new habit that whenever we have an argument she would yell at me, tell me she hates me, and would rather go and live with her mom. She hates her mom, so I know that she's only saying it to make me angry, but it started to get very annoying. 
So three days ago when we had an argument again and she said she doesn't want to live with me anymore and she'd rather live with her mom, I told her to call her mom or someone else and tell them to take her because if this is really what she wants, then I won't stop her. She seemed surprised and apologized and said she doesn't want to go, but I said she has to go. A few minutes later, my sister called me and said my daughter's asked to take her and asked me if I'd really kicked my daughter out. I told her I did and asked her to come and take her. She showed up at my home an hour later and took my daughter. Last night, my daughter called me and apologized again and asked me if she can come home now. I told her I love her, but no, this is what she wanted. My sister called me after that and called me a cruel jerk and said my daughter is crying because of me. My original plan was to let her stay there for a week. I thought it would be a good punishment for her, but now I'm not so sure. I remembered the sub and decided to ask for some judgment, so am I the jerk? No, I'm not a parent and I'm not necessarily saying that I know best. I would say OP is a jerk right up until the daughter apologized for the second time at the sister's house and they said no to them coming back. Considering that was their second apology and they were already over there at their sister's house, I feel like they sufficiently learned their lesson. And I feel like it's just kind of grinding it into the dirt, forcing them to stay there for even longer when they're already clearly upset and apologizing and realizing that you're not going to deal with their attempt at manipulation. Our next story is from PowerfulAd2907. Am I the jerk for picking my daughter's career for her? My daughter, 17-year-old female, has always been a smart girl. She has a huge potential future available for her. She has the ability to become one of the greatest data scientists ever. It's an incredibly rewarding job for her, especially since technology is the way to go for the future and the country we live in is expensive. As a computer scientist myself, I've always loved my job. However, she doesn't want to be one. I've been influencing her since she was 10. She was initially excited but doesn't want to anymore. She took two tech classes in grades 9 and 10, and she isn't taking one in 11th or 12th grade. She says that she wants to be a psychologist and now wants to have a business major. I don't think it's a right fit for her. The former because she doesn't have the social skills needed to become a psychologist. She's autistic. Heck, she couldn't handle her brothers well. How is she supposed to deal with adults with psychological issues? The latter as well because it involves dealing with people that can be immature as well. Also, she took a business course in grade 10, and she ended up not liking it, so why would she take an entire university program? Yesterday we sat down, and were looking at potential programs. She picked a few from Bachelor of Commerce programs. I tried pushing her to pick the Bachelor of Computer Science programs. At the end, she asked if I would support her, no matter what she picks. I laughed at her and told her not to give me a scare. So it's a no then, she asked? I told her that she can take her highlighter, highlight the programs she's interested in, and we can discuss. She said that I criticize every program that isn't tech related. I tried convincing her that the tech field is a very rewarding field, and she's smart and capable. And then she snapped. She said that she doesn't care if it's a gold mine and she's capable enough to handle it. She hates the computer tech field, and I've been forcing her to do it for a long time. She says it's her future, not mine, and not everyone wants to be a tech scientist. She asked how I feel if my father tried to push me to the law field, since it's a rewarding job despite me having no interest in social sciences. Then she stormed out. At that point, 
I realized that I may have pushed her too hard. I just want her to have a bright future and no struggles, but I guess I went about it the wrong way. I think it's safe to say here that OP is the jerk, and I think they've got some blinders on as far as what the right thing is for their own kid. I actually appreciate how much OP wants a great future for their kid, and while it may seem like a surefire thing to go into the tech field, it's not what they want to do. You have one go around with things, and even though they're 17 and still have a long time to really figure it out, I say let them pursue what they're excited about, especially if they can make a career out of it. And not only let them, but support them in it. Do you know how discouraging it is for them to straight up ask you, can I share what I'm excited about or am interested in, and to be essentially told, pretty much no unless it's tech related? You're setting your daughter up to never want to open up to you, ever. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every video has awesome stories, like our next story from Super Pant Man. Am I the jerk for refusing to sleep in Sailor Moon bed sheets? Background, I, male 29, have been married to my wife, female 28, for 5 years. And we have a child together, female 2. She does all the housework. Occasionally I might lend a hand, but she cleans, cooks, and all those good things. I frequently tell my wife I'm grateful for her hard work, and she decorates the house as she sees fit, mainly in pink, and I don't have a say in this, nor do I particularly care. We have a lovely home which is in no way because of my input. She takes pride in our bed, and often buys new bedding with various patterns or themes. Normally this bedding is pink, which I don't particularly like, but I wouldn't complain. She recently bought Sailor Moon bedding. I'm no hardcore anime person, but isn't this anime for 13 year old girls? I'm to sleep in bedding with these stupid princess pictures and rabbits and cats on it? I feel like a line has to be drawn somewhere. I asked her how she would feel if I bought Thomas the Tank Engine bedding, but she said it isn't the same. I got quite angry about it. My dad would roll in his grave if he knew I was sleeping in little girls bedding. She put the bedding on anyway, and I'm threatening to sleep downstairs until it's removed. She's angry and says I'm being childish. I think OP is the jerk, and I think they are being childish. I'll be honest, Sailor Moon bedsheets is no high class, thousand thread count, silk, whatever, amazingness. You wouldn't let somebody who you were trying to make a first impression on see it necessarily, but beyond that, who cares? I personally believe in being able to celebrate the things you like, whether that's posters, whether that's bed sheets. Unless sleeping in those sheets is going to make OP's you-know-what fall off, like it sounds like they're kinda scared it might, then maybe they should look into putting a little bit more effort around the house and next time changing the sheets to something they like then it wouldn't be an issue at all. You know, considering OP only occasionally might lend a hand. This next story is by JadedLunch5357. Am I the jerk for grounding my daughter? My 38-year-old male, daughter, 16-year-old female, lives with me full-time. I got married last year to my now-wife Suze, 35-year-old female. We dated for five years, but she always clashed with my daughter Anna because of their personalities. Anna is a good kid, responsible, kind, and helps around but she's overall an introvert who doesn't like to be around people that much and enjoys her time alone in her room, while Suze is the opposite. She loves socializing, doing stuff with the people she loves, etc. She always invites Anna to help her cook and bake, 
do some gardening, etc., since they're both at home most of the time. But Anna always says no. Suze has ADHD. Anna is always telling Suze off because she thinks she overwhelms her with her constant need to be around her because Suze tends to knock at her door too much. She sometimes barges and she feels she forces her to spend time together because if Anna's in the living room, the kitchen, or the garden reading, Suze just sits next to her and starts to talk and then gets sad because she doesn't like to be around her. We've attended family therapy and Anna is doing her solo sessions. I've also talked to Suze that Anna's privacy and solo time should be respected. But I don't think it's a good thing that Anna refuses any kind of contact with Suze. And I don't think she's even trying at all. Anna's explained to me that being around Suze tires her quicker than any other person. Because she knows my wife wishes she were more expressive and talkative and makes her uncomfortable. Yesterday, I came home early and I overheard Anna yelling at Suze to get out of her room. I went to see what was happening and Anna was pushing Suze out. She said that Suze just knocked and let herself in, like she always does, while she was getting dressed. Suze was apologizing and saying that she forgot the rule. But Anna said she's tired and that dealing with Suze is worse than dealing with a small kid. This made Suze cry and I said that it wasn't nice of her and I grounded her with a week with no phone. She's not talking to me right now, and I wonder if it was wrong, because she's never given me the cold shoulder. I think OP is the jerk here. As somebody who is definitely an introvert and can relate to Anna, the problem is here that Suze tires her out because of how often Suze is encroaching in their space. I think Anna doesn't have any incentive to try and make things work, because there is just never enough time where Anna can be alone without being interrupted in some form. Whether it's knocking on the door, sitting near them, trying to engage in a conversation. Think of it as like, literally like a battery that they have to recharge. And Suze being somebody that's been so insistent on trying to engage them and being around them so often is like a appliance that charges really hard on the battery. It's to the point where when Suze just knocks on the door or tries to talk to them, it's like the battery just goes right back down to zero and it's got to build its way back up. They just aren't given enough time to fully recharge that battery, and so there's no incentive to be kind or to try to engage in anything, because it just sucks for Anna. Let's not forget to mention that they walked in on them changing, too, and then they got grounded for a week for being upset by that. Our next story is from Throwaway82354. Am I the jerk for stealing my brother's spotlight by telling a girl I was gay? I, 20, straight male, have a younger brother, 18-year-old male. We're pretty close, and a few years ago, he told me he's gay. He hasn't told our parents because we were unsure of how they would react. There's a girl, Lisa, 19-year-old female, who lives down the road from us, and she's had a thing for me for several years. I didn't mind at first, but since she finished school, she's been giving me more and more attention. She's very loud and giggly and obnoxious and I'm not interested. She has a vegetable garden and often comes to our house with whatever she's grown that week. She somehow always seems to come around when I'm home alone. We have a pool in our back garden that she often comes around to use as well. I haven't responded to any of her flirting, but she also hasn't made any real move, so I never rejected her properly until last week. I got fed up and told her to back off and leave me alone. She wouldn't really, kept saying I just had to give her a chance and take her out. 
and that I should see her in her new bikini. I snapped and told her I'm gay to get her to back off. That seemed to work, but a couple of days later, when my parents, brother, and I are all in the lounge together, my mom says that we need to have a conversation. She tells me that Lisa told her I was gay and that her and my dad fully support that. They both said they were proud of me and gave me hugs. I tried to say that I wasn't gay, but they wouldn't listen. Meanwhile, my brother got upset and went to his room. I went to check on him an hour or so later, and he cried and yelled about how he should have been the one to have this chat with our parents, and I had ruined his coming out. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP can be the jerk in this situation because they didn't intend for any of that to work out the way it did. There was no malice, no ill intent. They were just trying to get somebody who could not get the memo to get off their back. Wasn't maybe a poorer choice than just straight up saying that they're not interested and to leave them alone? Probably, but I don't think that makes them the jerk. Our next story is from HHELABCNE. Am I the jerk for refusing to accept my niece's Mother's Day card? I, 24-year-old female, am child-free. My entire family's fully aware of that. My parents always wanted grandchildren. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. And my sister's already popped out too, so fortunately they never gave me much grief for my choice. In fact, they've been as supportive as they could be. This incident happened months ago on Mother's Day, but the topic has recently come up again. On Mother's Day lunch, my five-year-old niece gave cards to each female member of the family. My sister, her mom, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, her grandma, and me. My card had, to the best Annie, that's what she calls me, ever, happy Mother's Day. Obviously, she didn't make the card herself, and my sister had a hand in this. 
I really think this was a jab to the fact that I don't have children. So I politely refused the card, saying that I'm not your mom and you can give me a card like that on my birthday. She looked a bit upset like she was about to turn on the waterworks, but her mom said something to her and she shut up. I felt a bit bad because it wasn't my niece's fault that her mom used a Mother's Day card as a weapon against my choices and was about to say something when the food arrived and she quickly cheered up. My birthday was yesterday and my niece gave me a card saying, Happy birthday, Annie. I joked to my sister that this time it looks like a real heartfelt card instead of a backhanded jibe at me. My sister pretended to look confused and then I reminded her about the Mother's Day card incident. She got mad and said, Oh yeah, the card you made my daughter cry over. I'm sorry your niece loves you so much that she spent her time making a Mother's Day card for you. I told her she wasn't fooling anyone and there was no need to give me a Mother's Day card. It was also sexist to give every woman a Mother's Day card, even women who weren't moms. She told me that her daughter had done the same for all the male relatives on Father's Day too. But I think that's besides the point, as all the men in my family are fathers already. She also said that Mother's Day also applies to loving aunts. Am I the jerk? I think OP is way too strung up on some like greater meaning thing. Whether or not it was motivated or spurred on by the mom, just accept the kid's card. They're a five-year-old and they're wanting to give you a card and I assume get a nice reaction. If anything, just do it for the kid and then toss the card out later if it really bothers you that much or call out the mom privately if it bothers you that much. This next story is from Goth Mom Life. Am I the jerk for going after my sister-in-law after she broke a rule? I'm 24-year-old female, a new mom of a 3-month-old baby girl. My husband, 31-year-old male, and I have rules that my family has to follow. The big rule is no social media rule. I believe in privacy for my daughter. I don't want any photos of my daughter on social media, especially when I didn't even post photos of her on social media. Don't get me wrong, I've taken many photos of her, but none are posted on social media. Three weeks ago, I asked my sister-in-law, 35-year-old female, to babysit my daughter because my grandmother got sick and it landed her in the hospital in the next state over. Since there wasn't anyone under two years old allowed on the floor, I couldn't take my daughter to see her. After a few days, I went on Facebook and saw my daughter's photo with the caption, first Facebook photo of my niece, is she adorable? I saw red. I called her and demanded that she delete the photo and how she'll never babysit my daughter ever again. My husband and I went home. I picked up my daughter and she told me how dumb it was for having that rule. She told me how I don't love my daughter enough to post about her. We argue and my husband took us home. She made a huge post about how she isn't deleting the photo and how horrible I am as a mother. Lastly called me a jerk for yelling at her over a photo. My in-laws are on her side and saying I overreacted. Now my husband's not speaking to his sister. Am I the jerk and overreacted? OP is definitely not the jerk here, and I think it's very telling about just kind of the general psyche of a lot of people in the modern era. You don't love your daughter enough, that's why you don't post her on social media. Yeah, well I also love Oreos. I'm not going to post a picture of those every time I have some. I honestly just don't really vibe with the whole concept that your whole life has to be online and out there and shared with everybody. If you do that and that's something you love and enjoy, that's awesome. But some people prefer a private, non-internet searchable life. 
I would try reporting that Facebook photo and hopefully they would want to do something about it. This next story is from Majestic Lavishness 36. Am I the jerk for telling my sister that her just being a girlfriend and an actual wife are actually not the same thing? My sister's been dating this guy Josh for around 7 years now with seemingly no intent to get married. My sister is one of those people who believe marriage is a scam and doesn't desire it at all and is fine with just being a girlfriend with her boyfriend. Multiple times, me and my parents have tried explaining to her how getting married is not just about wearing a wedding dress and all, and that there's legal advantages and perks that she won't be able to have if she's unmarried. She said there's solutions to that, and marriage is not a wish, neither for her nor Josh. We are deeply conservative and religious, and take marriage seriously. So when I had my wedding a few months ago, I didn't invite Josh because he's not officially tied to my sister. I told her she can have her views on marriage, and I can have mine, and if she wants me to respect her decisions and views, she has to respect mine too, and I'm uncomfortable inviting couples who are neither engaged nor married to my wedding. She held it against us for all these months, only attended the ceremony and stayed at the reception for half an hour at most and then left. She was basically absent from my wedding. Anyway, a couple of weeks ago, she got into an accident and was hospitalized for a few days. The hospital had a strict, close relatives-only policy, and basically only my parents could visit my sister as first-degree relatives. Josh couldn't see her, and she was mad they wouldn't allow him. She was out of the hospital soon after with no serious injuries, but I used what happened as an opportunity to teach my sister why her being a little girlfriend is way different to being a wife, and if her and Josh were actually married, he wouldn't have to miss out on visiting her in the hospital, so his lack of visitation is their fault. My sister now believes I'm the jerk for using her accident to teach her a lesson, but I don't believe I am since maybe this could be a wake-up call for the both of them. I think OP is a major jerk here. Frankly, I don't see why they care so much why their sister does or does not want to get married. And I think OP can go toting that it's their religion and their views as to why they didn't invite Josh to the wedding. But personally, I kind of sense from the way OP's writing this that there was probably some more petty motivation going on there. Now admittedly, I'm not all caught up on the ins and outs of Christianity. But actually, I've never heard the concept of not inviting a boyfriend or a girlfriend, especially one of seven years, and only inviting partners who are married and or engaged. I guess when OP says that they're deeply conservative, they are deeply conservative. It's kind of funny that OP says, if she wants me to respect her decisions and views, she has to respect mine in regards to not inviting Josh to her wedding. But then OP at no point ever respects her decisions anyways. How dare OP's sister not follow OP's deeply religious views? Our next story is from Spare Room Throwaway. Am I the jerk for starting a house project without discussing it with my wife? My wife Amy, 27-year-old female, and I, 27-year-old male, have a spare room in our home. We've gone back and forth since we moved in two plus years ago about what we wanted to do with it but we never took the initiative to actually implement any of these plans. We already have a sufficient number of guest rooms and an office, so the room just sits there unutilized. I'm not that worried about it, but my wife brings it up now and then. These mentions are just of the unused room itself, not anything concrete she actually wants to use it for. 
I made a new friend, Ben, 30-year-old male, about 8 months ago, and it was very much one of those we connected from the first time we spoke to each other situations. I've actually never had that many close male friends, so this connection is especially important to me. The conversation flowed so easily, we had loads in common. I didn't think such a huge amount of genuine love and respect for a person could be developed in less than a year, but it's been very cool to experience that and get to know them. One of the things that we bonded over was a similar love for art and music. Ben is way, way more talented than I am when it comes to painting, but it's something we both enjoy. His birthday's coming up soon, and I thought on top of what else I was getting him, I could turn the spare room into something similar to an art studio for both of us to use. I already ordered a few things for it and was getting ready to jump into painting the walls when my wife came in and demanded to know what I was doing. I explained that I was finally fixing up the spare room. She said it was unacceptable that I had done this without confirming with her that it had been okay. But I didn't think I would need to since it's been two years and the room has basically never been touched. Am I the jerk? My only question is, is whose name is on the house? Yes, it went two years without being touched, but if you're gonna finally do something with the room, you'll wanna run it by your partner who also, I assume, owns the house. Especially considering OP said they went back and forth about what they wanted to do with it, they just never got around to it. Our next story is from DryBasil9692. Am I the jerk for telling my husband that I refuse to attend our family vacation if his mother attends? My husband, 32-year-old male, and I, 30-year-old female, have been married for six years. We have two daughters, three and nine months old. My mother-in-law has always held a grudge against me for stealing my husband from her since he's the youngest and was always a mama's boy. When my kids were born, she held the same grudge and refuses to touch my kids. But when my husband's older sister proposed the idea for both my family and hers to go on a family vacation to Hawaii, my mother-in-law gets very upset and says that we're leaving her out. She's always been super supportive of my sister-in-law's husband and kids, but my sister-in-law is very supportive of me and my children, and she knew that I wouldn't want her mother there. When my husband heard how distraught his mom was over not getting an invite, he decided to take matters into his own hands and invite his mom without asking anyone. I don't understand why he would want her to come if she was just going to continue to disrespect our family. When he finally told us what he did, I freak out and say that if he wants his mom there and he wants to invite his mom, that's totally fine. He just needs to understand that I will not attend nor bring my kids because I don't want our fun family vacation to turn toxic. I gave him the ultimatum, his mother or his wife and children. He chose his mother and said that she raised him and she deserves to be invited. So am I the jerk for telling my husband that me and my children would not be attending since his mother was going? I think OP's not the jerk and I think it's a very reasonable ultimatum. It's not a vacation if you're going to be stressed and not enjoying any moment of it. Might as well skip the drama that's inevitably going to happen because this mother-in-law can't control themselves. And our final story of the day is from Low Budget Chimp. Am I the jerk for not realizing that little people meant children? Okay, this sounds stupid as heck, but it's driving me nuts. I recently got a job at a climbing gym. We have bouldering and ropes. I got a call from a lady asking if it was appropriate for a group of little people. Now, I assumed she meant, you know, people with dwarfism, short-statured people, etc. 
It's not like we have a policy for that, but I know people with some forms of dwarfism might have issues with their bones or joints or whatever, so I tell her it should be okay, but all climbing is at your own risk. So if they have any medical issues, they should ask their doctor. Well, the day of their booking comes around, and it turns out the little people are actually like a dozen small children. This was a freaking disaster because there is a strict two kids per one adult ratio for kids in the gym. And also, kids aren't allowed to belay until they've been assessed. So we pretty much had to tell them that they couldn't come inside. The lady goes off on me for ruining their weekend, and I have to get my manager to bail me out. After which he laughs his butt off but also calls me an idiot for not understanding that she was talking about kids. Who the freak refers to children as little people? Was I really supposed to anticipate that this woman's use of an extremely specific term actually referred to another group of people entirely? Help me out here Reddit, am I the jerk slash idiot? OP, I think you're not the jerk and I think you're not the idiot. I would think the same thing. I would imagine when you say little people, especially a group of little people, I would imagine you're talking about exactly what OP thought, people with dwarfism or some other kind of short-statured condition. Now, I have heard the term little people be referred to children, but it was like on like some signage or something, like a cutesy thing that you would be able to identify with your eyes. It's just a very, very informal term that you can't just ask somebody and rely that they understand what you mean. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Am I the Jerk here story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.